Did it fade out earlier than usual? No, I'm just fucking with you. Okay, all right. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck happened here? You know, here? it's funny. They're not going to hear that in the post-production because I didn't automate it, but it's all cool. It's That's mad fine. funny. That's fine. It's mad funny. Like, I just really fuck with Jamil's head by sliding this thing, this fader around. That's it's- fucking sad. Welcome to the world's most dangerous fucking podcast. Apparently. Well, fuck your bitch. Ken Shamrock style, episode 24. <laughs> Break your ankles. Break your ankles. Belly to belly suplexes. I'm going to put a thumb in her butt. All that shit. All that shit that Ryan Sh- <laughs> Ken, Ken Shamrock is known for. That Ryan shit. That Ken- I have Ryan Shamrock in my head because I'm watching Attitude Era Raw. Oh, and okay. Sister. Yeah. Um, oh, she was dirty. Yeah, yeah. I she heard she was dirty. Yeah, she definitely was. Um, but welcome back. We're back after a fantastic, that was like a dope episode last week with um, Justin Davis. Yo, he, he really dropped the hottest promo. And I have to bury him now. I have to hit him with a shovel over the head. Please. Please do. Because <laughs> <laughs> he might be, I mean. Um, he'll be back for another podcast, I'm most definitely sure. Po- I think he wants to talk about um, post-SummerSlam. So mm-hmm, most definitely. Him and Tuck both want to talk about personal. Really? Yeah. I haven't heard from Tuck. But if he wants to, we can we can set this shit up. Mother Tucker. Mother Tucker. Um, so we're back, you know, just, you know, hanging around. We're still here. It's episode 24. We've been doing this 24 weeks. Shout out to us. It's more than, ha- it's almost half a year. Almost half a year, bro. That's dedication. That's a half a year anniversary. That's a level no, of dedication. Spoiler hate- alert, this is a clip show. Now I'm fucking with you. Oh, shit. How the <laughs> fuck did we do that? Like, did we just pass these, like, sounds together? No, but, um... What the fuck do I want nah, to No, plot twist. It's a fucking dream sequence. It's a dream sequence, and you're not really listening to this. This is actually the end of the Compton album by Dr. Dre, and, you know. You're about to wake up. It's wake Dr. Up. Dre. All right. Wake up. I don't know. Wake I'm just, up. I'm, <laughs> wake up. No. I'm just bullshitting. But what I'm really, really mad about, actually, because I, I, I'm fucking furious about Fed this up! Shit. Fucking furious about this shit. SoundCloud. Now... We've done SoundCloud a favor by hosting our podcast on SoundCloud. And in exchange, I guess, we, you know, we give them, you Mm -hmm. know, money. I don't know how that worked out in the smartest way for us in terms of, but we give them money every month so they can host our podcast. Granted, take a step back for a second. I know that doesn't make sense, but, you know, just roll with it. So every month for this unlimited plan is about $15. Fine. I'll, I'll rock That's with the That's better than Metro PCS at this point. Because we... <laughs> it's better than Metro PCS. I'm because we, we, you know, we have these... The basic SoundCloud plan can only hold about three hours of whatever you want to host there. Yeah, yeah. And basically our podcasts are like an hour long at max maybe, mm-hmm. except last week, which was like an hour and a half. Shout out to all you who listened to it. Um, but we we have a problem with SoundCloud. And, uh, and we have a problem with you taking down our work. Then they'll put the hands on SoundCloud, my we nigga. The pause. Up, I don't know where SoundCloud is based in, but we will be there. You have go- you will become enemy under NPR podcast, mm-hmm. and maybe like the Rap Radar. You're getting podcast a fucking too. concerto. Rap Radar, I don't. I don't Rap really Radar know. has a podcast. Yeah, they, I know they do. Shout out to but them. But I'm not. I'm not mad at them. All right, but um, we so 
earlier this week I got and I I've been hearing this a lot and them taking down a lot of fucking songs. Like a lot of songs. Like even songs by actual artists they're taking down. Like mad content. I don't understand that like even Drake's Hotline Bling got taken down. A lot of remixes that I wanted to download. I now have to email artists about like, yo, can I get this remix you did? Even when they already had a download link, my nigga. They took down the podcast featuring myself, Carlos of course. And at the time, Jimmy, the three amigos, um, they took down our podcast reviewing ASAP Rocky's LSD music video. This podcast, which was only five minutes long, it was actually a mini podcast. It was about five minutes long. It's roughly a microcast. Yeah, a microcast, mini podcast. Um, Five minutes long, had all the two bells elements you want from it, the funny, the analyzing the the Carlos talking all, about finger banging all this stuff you know all, all the that. all the two belts you know originals that the you've gotten that to, you've come to know and love for these twenty four episodes so, and like the extra bonus episodes maybe it's like thirty now but like they took it down and you know what's the worst part about it that was our most viewed podcast it amassed over two thousand views since it was posted and not to say you know. You know, we're a great podcast. Unfortunately, for right now, we're probably averaging about, like, you know, 100, 110 100, views. 110, yeah. So we're averaging that, which is okay. You know, we're still, we're still getting there. We're, we're, we'll get there eventually. But she took down our best podcast. Like, this was the one that I was like, you know what? You want to know what Two Belts is about? Listen to this for five minutes. You got it. You got it from there on. Yeah, it's like if we wanted to, like, link up with somebody and get them to understand what our podcast is about. But not give them a whole fucking podcast. Yeah, because people are weird. Because sometimes. no, because people are assholes. People are people are assholes. like, we want you to do this, but we're not sure you can do this. Yeah. I do this for about an hour, bitch. What do you mean? It's, it's, but the fact that this podcast is now down, and I've had to appeal this and say, you know, because of I guess um, Sony Entertainment requested that this podcast should get down. Um, that now I have to appeal it, and now we have to see if the podcast will get back up. So I really want to put this podcast up again. I have no idea where. Maybe I'll put it up on YouTube. Who knows? On YouTube? But they'll take it down on YouTube. YouTube is probably even worse than SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows? If you want it, I'll email it to you. <laughs> I'll DM you the podcast. Who knows? If you actually do want it. It's a pretty funny podcast. I'll be honest. It's five minutes. Fucking... People get so tight about things that they can't make money off of. But we're not making money off of it either. No. We've got nothing really. Not we yet. We have not yet. much to gain from it. Not yet. You know? This is this must be what artists feel like when they go into. I don't know. This must be what Beyonce feels like when they try to when they try to curb her. You know her what? Curb her artistic. Her what? (laughs) Her what? Yo, first of all, you gonna get me attacked by all types of bitches I don't even know. That was a trap. Yeah, it's a setup. That's a bear trap. That was actually a setup. That's like the bear trap with the Popeyes in it. (laughs) But SoundCloud, I don't know. You fucking up, man. Come on, just put the podcast back up. Um, so now I've had to take down all our podcast review music videos. I put them all on private. Um, Damn it. 
But today, we won't be doing that. Today, we'll actually be, we're going to go outside of the box and we're going to review an album. Mm-hmm. We'll get to it eventually, but we're going to review an album and it's Kanye West's late registration album. And I you know. know. What year are we in? We are in 2015 and that album came out in 2005. I know. So it's like, <laughs> he's I like, I know, I was there. I was there. Like, I was like a junior. I know, I was, no, I was, I was fucking freshman. There we go. I was a sophomore in high school when that okay. came out. I think, maybe a junior. I don't remember. But um, I that came out two thousand two thousand five. It dropped about August thirtieth two thousand five. Mm-hmm. So for the latter half of this podcast, we're gonna go over Kanye West's late registration album. So. If you, I mean, if you needed a reason to stay tuned to this podcast or skip to like the thirty minute, forty minute mark, <laughs> but be my guest. Yeah. We're gonna review it. It's gonna be a great episode. Um, let's talk about. Well, I want to talk about the Straight Outta Compton movie because I saw it over the weekend. Um, Let me tell you who did not watch the Straight Outta Compton movie. This nigga because <laughs> I am not watching it. Because I know if I watch it, because Mad Hood niggas told me it was good, it's so good. I don't know if it can be good or not. I'll be honest with you, it was really good. Okay, it was it was really it was really good. A well produced piece of film. Hood niggas will tell you the Adventures of Pluto Nash was a good movie, <laughs> just because they got to see it for free on TBS and they thought Eddie Murphy was funny. Oh man. man, there's no way they're showing this movie on TBS. Like you know, what are they gonna? What like, they're gonna turn it down? Da- they're gonna tone it down for forget TV. Forget the police. Come on, they ain't gonna shit. <laughs> no, they're the just police. gonna bleep it. Oh man, but it's it's plus it's way too long. It's like two and a half hours. It's two and a half hours. It's two and a half. Oh, hours. I am not sitting there for all of that. Listen, listen. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I saw the movie. I saw. I said the same thing before. I wasn't really intrigued in seeing this movie. Someone told me the most fucked up shit on the internet. They were like, they spent the whole movie wondering which girl gave Easy E AIDS. <laughs> Yo, I thought. There's definitely part in the movie. It was like that must be the bitch that gave me. That must be the not his wife, but like there's a scene where they're all like you know, like fucking groupies in this hotel, mm-hmm. and there's like mad at them, and there's like this girl giving easy head. And sorry if I'm spoiling the movie for you of all this salacious activity that's happening in the movie, but that part happened. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, I was like that must be the girl that gave him head and it, her name was Felicia and then they incorporated this part. Um I won't spoil what? that part. I won't, Did I won't they tell spoil Felicia the bye? Yes. Oh, fucking idiots. <laughs> yes. I won't spoil that part. Well, I just did, but you know. Um you know it's funny. Felicia just sounds like a girl of a name the name of a girl that gives you head. Yeah. Cuz it's got like fellatio in it. That's absolutely true. It must Fallacious. be from like the Greek god of Felatio. The something. Greek goddess of Felatio. <laughs> they have a statue of her in Greece, tickling balls and sucking the tip. Oh shit! Oh man, but um, it was pretty good, honestly. I saw. I initially didn't want to see the movie. My homeboy Brian wanted to see the movie. Shout out to Cause. Brian. Um, he wanted to see the movie. I was like, okay, I'll go see the movie since I usually like. I'm usually pretty bad with plans and stuff. Like sometimes I don't want to go to stuff, so I just say I don't want to go. But I was like, you know what? He seems like he really want to go. This movie, I've heard, got good, great reviews. So I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to go see this movie. Um, we go see it. It's honestly, I thought it would be super, super long. I said two and a half hours. No way. The last two and a half hour movie I saw in the theater was Pirates of the Caribbean 2. First of all, didn't want to see that movie in the first place. Didn't want to see it at all. My friends wanted to see it. And I was like, whatever. Fine. I guess I'll go through the movie and I'll be on my phone and shit. I guess I'll go through the movie and be on my phone and shit. Yeah. Nigga turned into Rosie Perez. Hell yeah. <laughs> 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 so, 
So I was like, whatever. But and then the movie ended up being like kind of entertaining. But I was like, man, how am I going to sit through this two and a half hour movie? Even though I like sit through three and a half hour raws. <laughs> I don't understand why it's still three hours. It's I thought they would have like realized that this is like money. killing their budget. No, it's not. It's money. It's more advertisement. It's a whole more oh, hour yeah. full of advertisement. Oh, true, 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 true. Fucking Castro Oil, GTX um, ass. <laughs> <laughs> remember when Magic the Gathering funded every WWE remember, fucking pay-per-view? I remember when they played Final Fantasy commercials for like six months for like the same Final Fantasy. It, I don't know if it was like 10 or 12, but they like played Final Fantasy commercials every fucking 15 minutes. Oh, wow. Um, wasn't that long. I actually, You actually want more by the time you reach end. It was that good. Mm, Sitting there for two and a half hours and you're like, I actually do want more. Um, Dr. Dre... Uh, Dr. Dre, whoever played Dr. Dre was pretty tight. Who came in? Akil. Hey, Akil, birthday boy. What's good, bro? Yeah, happy birthday, my nigga. Happy birthday, man. We're recording the podcast. It's Akil, who's part of the Bear Canvas Sound podcast. He came in. It's his birthday. He's 20... 24? 24. Fucking yeah. like the episode of this podcast, nigga. Oh, uh, shit. Oh, shit. That's dope. And this nigga gonna close the door. <laughs> I gotta close the door now because I didn't think anyone would be here. But I don't know if he's gonna DJ or anything. Um, uh, whatever. Um, movie was pretty good. Straight Outta Compton was pretty pretty good. Had um, the person who played Eazy-E, pretty good. Um, person who played Dr. Dre actually pretty good. Ice Cube's son played Ice Cube. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I gotta lower your mic now. No, nah, that was funny. I didn't. I didn't know that actually. That his no, son that's was his playing son. him, in and the movie. then like halfway through the movie, you're like, "Wow, this nigga really looked like." I-. Like it's the dumbest thing on earth to think. Like, wow, this nigga really looked like Ice Cube. I never actually looked at the cast or the posters or even like mm-hmm. any of the hype behind this. It's, it's so funny. It's Ice Cube's son, so he's he's playing Ice Cube. He's like f- four inches taller than Ice Cube, so like all this movies, he's like extra tough in the movie. Um, <laughs> He's it's it's a pretty good movie in terms of just like the historical you Man, know the historical. There's one part I wanted this movie to have. What? It's um can't Commons diss to Ice Cube. Definitely didn't have that. Yeah, of course it didn't. Definitely didn't. Of have course that. it didn't. It, nigga. Had, it, it tr- didn't have Ice Cube directing Color Me Bad videos. No, it definitely didn't have that. Exactly, nigga. Those are the things they don't want you to know. <laughs> Maybe that's for the... No, they ain't making an Ice Cube movie. <laughs> the Ice Cube movie? The Ice Cube... They might make an... I mean, honestly, coming out this movie, Ice Cube seems like the motherfucker... Like, he was a hundred times cooler coming out this movie than initially me going into this movie. Nigga. Like, are we that there yet, ass nigga? He was, um... He... They, they talked about the points where, you know, N.W.A. came together, what they were doing before N.W.A., um, how they got together, when they become successful, all the fuck the police shit. Mm-hmm. When Ice they Cube talked about when Zordon group. brought them together to form a group of <laughs> niggas with attitude. <laughs> oh shit! Um, Nigga, Easy summon the dragon Zord. They talk about when Ice Cube left um, N.W.A. and then when Dr. Dre left on N.W.A. Suge Knight was there. Suge Knight's in the he movie. ain't hang no niggas out a window. No, he beat the shit out of a motherfucker. He beat the shit out of a couple motherfuckers in that movie. Damn, that damn right. That's Suge Knight right there. He, uh, Suge Knight will fight a bear, nigga. <laughs> they be like, the, um, I'd say they beat. They talk about you know the part when Easy E realized he had AIDS. That was a real emotional part. And then when he finally died, um, did it, he have Jerry curl? Yes. Oh, swag. They all had Jerry curls until they cut it off. I actually was Easy E for like Halloween one time. Really? Yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. 
They had um, when Dr. Dre released The Chronic, when Ice Cube released his first album. Damn. I don't know. It was really, really good to Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. I was saying, <laughs> Of course. The they movie... probably had the biggest amount of money in it. Well, they produced the movie. That could be part of it. Yeah, so they <laughs> had the biggest amount of money in it. Um, had the biggest amount of control. Yeah, the the person who directed Friday, F. Gary Gray, which is like a hilarious name, F. F- Gary Gray. F. Gary Gray? Or F. Gray Gary. F. F- Gary Gray. It's definitely F. Gary F. Gray. F. Gary. F. Gary Gray. Um, he, and his He also badges. directed the film. Um, Pretty, in terms of accurate depiction, I mean, that's up to, you know, who people were actually there. I think, honestly... There's a there's a there's a part in the movie and I'm old you just spoiling this movie but I don't give a fuck. When um spoiler Dr. alert. When Dr. Dre like goes in the room with Suge Knight and he gets mad at all the people and they're like a bunch of bloods in the room and like Dr. Dre like punches out this blood and like in a room full of other bloods and I'm like that's not how it happened. <laughs> nah, cuz if that's how it ha- well, it might have been cuz bloods are stupid sometimes. But it's, <laughs> it's when Suge Knight was in the room, Suge Knight was like, "Nah, I don't even, you know." He's he's making us muddy, da, da, da. and he's like, oh, Shug Knight a big ass blood. So yeah. if he say don't hit him, Shug, they not gonna do it. No, all right, I'll I'll, I'll roll with that. Um, it's just really, you know, whether the the depictions are accurate or not. Um, there's this I guess uh, mm-hmm. controversy around the film concerning the D Barnes incident that was not shown in the film at mm-hmm. all. Um, I didn't honestly, I didn't find out about this until. One of my favorite songs that was ever released, mm-hmm. Eminem and Dr. Dre's Guilty Conscience. Mm-hmm. Like, you gonna take advice from somebody who slapped D. Barnes. Um, shout out to Eminem in 1998. Um, 1999 Eminem. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I didn't find about out this until then, and then I didn't really, like, research it. Stop doing that with your beard. You know you can hear it on the mic. Right? Really? All that rustling? Yeah, I can hear it on the mic. It's so dry. <laughs> That's why I use shea butter. <laughs> no. It's like an ad. Um, But it's... uh, What was I talking about? D. Barnes, yes. So mm-hmm. there's a controversy online. Um, D. Barnes wrote for um, Gawker, and she pretty much is like... She uh, wrote for who? Gawker. For Gawker. For Gawker. She is very, her, uh, very her, credible source. Her, well, she wrote it, so it's like, I don't know. It's, uh, it's pretty straight from the horse's mouth. So she pretty much um, talks about how she went to go see the movie and she was actually pretty surprised and pretty hurt that, well, I don't know about pretty hurt. But <laughs> you know what really hurt? Pretty, <laughs> pretty surprised that they didn't depict. Um, the part where Dr. Dre, you know, I was think I think you're, you're describing what she wrote mad lightly because if I was her, I'd be like enraged. Yes, I'd be so dread that they didn't, you know, <laughs> all this abuse towards women that's just very, very historically documented, and it was actually settled out of court. Their um their issue, of course. Um, apparently something on a show happened. Ah, oh, man, I gotta revisit this article. I read it yesterday. That's why I can't remember most of the things. I only read it once too. Um, because it was pretty long. Um, well, regarding something about a show, Dr. Dre met her in a nightclub, ended up, you know, punching her, throwing her against a wall, being really the crap out of her. Um, she talks about it in the Gawker article, um, talks about how why it wasn't included in the movie, this should be included in the movie, it's not really, you know. And then um, it, it, it was found out later on I guess today, actually, um, I I saw an article on Complex that it was actually part of the original script, but instead of um, Dr. Dre just showing up and really just beating the mess out of her, it was 
initiated by him coming up to her, they're having a conflict, and then her throwing a drink in his face, and then him reacting to that, which obviously sort of really didn't happen. Really did not. (laughs) So it kind of, like, sullies the film a bit Mm -hmm. in terms of just, like, you know, in terms of, like, the credibility of the depiction of them throughout the film. Um, it's, it's pretty strong on Dre and Cube throughout the film. Um, it's the it's, only two, the new two niggas funding this movie. Yeah, they're, much. they're, you know, depicted as, you know, just super, you know, super smart, super awesome producer, rapper, you know, quartet duo artists at the time. Um, didn't really get into Dr. Dre's issues with alcohol or, you know, any of... Ice Cube situations that happened. Not to say that you know they should focus on that, but it, it could. You know, it's an important part of their story and yeah, where they come from. It could definitely. I want my biopic to be like a hundred percent true. You know, so it's is... gonna be like eighty nine percent like disgusting jokes. <laughs> you know, it's actually pronounced biopic. Biopic. Yes, like biology. Ew. But, but I know, right? Biopic. I separate it. I don't biopic. Biopic. Oh God, that sounds like a a procedure. Yeah. Like a medical one. Yeah, like you knock your biopics loose. I think that's by Kelspins. That's why. Um, but yeah, actually, all in all, I saw the movie straight out of Compton. It was pretty good. Um, I don't know if I'd watch it in theaters again, but I definitely watch it on TV when it comes on. It's definitely going to come out on TV or Netflix Meh. or something. It, it's worth the watch. I think it's worth the watch. Watch it in the barbershop when the DVD man comes in. Uh, it's worth the watch. You think it was straight out of Compton. <laughs> Um, in terms of now switching to, I guess the only bit of music news this week, it's not even that big of music news, but you know what, whatever. Um, the only bit of music news, there haven't been a lot of releases. Actually, a lot of releases are coming up in September. Woo! You know, you know, I don't care about that, but Miller, (laughs) I care about that. Lana Del Rey. Eh, um, give it a listen. It's very depressing, though. And Travis Scott. Fuck yeah. You seen the cover to his album? I saw it. I hated it. I hated it, too. I hope it's a deluxe edition. I will go it's on, the same thing with Pusha T's album. I will go on the KTT forums and find a better cover. The Kanye to the forums. The Kanye what? Kanye to the forums. Kanye to the forums. Yes, very, very small sect of this podcast. Maybe like one or two people who will know what i'm talking about this nigga's part of like the secret illuminati skull and bones <laughs> ass like um but yeah very few albums coming out next month um we'll be in i guess music reviewing mode in september not in august guess um, who's gonna be downloading so many albums us, this guy us, nigga. and then we'll have our podcast back on friday so i don't so <laughs> it won't take a week and a half for us yeah this new music friday shit is like blowing mine um, <laughs> fucking um, J Rock. Oh yeah, his album doesn't come out unless he gets like X amount of pre-orders, right? That's that album's never coming out, bro. Yeah, that shit is gonna be <laughs> J Rock forever. Oh man, that shit's gonna be the new detox, bro. He's like, no, nigga, you still need to put in five thousand pre-orders before we actually release this shit. It's like niggas are challenging him, challenging him like it's a video game. It's it's it's. I understand what TDE's doing in terms of just, like, you want to build actual genuine support. So you're going to force people to actually, if they if they really want this album, they'll go out and support this album. Absolutely. Which is a lot what TDE does because they never really, um, they never really release mixtapes. They never really release anything for, for free. Everything is sort of paid. Section 80, you had to pay for. Habits and Contradictions, you had to pay for. Um, that Absol one that I like. Control Therapy? 
or therapy theory. There's uh, a joke on the internet, I believe, about Absol. Um, drink every time Absol raps about science, and you'll die of alcohol poisoning. <laughs> um, J Rock's last thing was, I think you had to pay for it. Oh, pretty much everything yeah. you have to pay for. Mm-hmm. They put a certain worth on their material, and like, Guess no, he doesn't you... pay for it. This, this guy. guy. <laughs> yeah um, They put a certain worth on it So you want to support it and buy it And this is no different with this album um, Well no I bought Oxymoron but I didn't buy Oxymoron You know why? Because it's still eighteen ninety nine in Best Buy Oh no I got it for 5 bucks Really? It's like a digital download thing uh, I don't like it. I, don't I didn't want a physical copy of the album I don't want a physical it, I copy wasn't, I wasn't fiending for a physical copy It doesn't even come with a ski mask or a bucket hat and, uh, I mean that's true I think they should have thought of that for the deluxe edition because the maybe if you cover. like his fans on the website, it does. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but so pretty much, once you pre-order this album, um, after a certain amount of pre-orders, the re- the release date will continue pushing up mm-hmm. because the release date currently for the album is August two thousand sixteen. Um, so the more pre-orders, the more the album gets pushed up. So, yeah. I mean, it's it's great marketing. I'm not I fiending think. for a J Rock album. I'm not you know who really who could have done this? Pusha T. I'd be really tired if Pusha T did that. Yeah, but he'd set the bar higher for himself. Then I'd be really really tired if Pusha T decided a whole king push for pre-orders. I'd be like, mm-hmm. because you stingy. because people what? <laughs> I'd be like, nigga, you stingy. Because niggas would pay for that. Niggas would pay for that. He's got- I would pay for it, yeah, but I'm gonna pay for it anyway. I like, you know, I like Pusha T, but like, if I don't know. Hove did that, oh my god! If Hove did that, there'd be a plenty backlash in terms of that. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would ever do that. I, I think you, you know, I think one, you potentially risk the album being leaked <laughs> mm. by doing this. But I think it may be a digital only release. But there's a potential that just having this album wait around, it could end up being leaked if someone's mm-hmm. in the studio and gets it. Um, but I don't know. For J Rock, it works. I think for the TDE brand, it works. Punching um Top Dog, I think it works for them. I don't think it works for every artist. You Most kinda, definitely does you not work. Piss off the fans if you actually have them wait and be like, you know, and you need to buy this album before you know you get into that sort of title, sort of. Hey, you have enough money. Why are you really holding up this album for money? <laughs> um, but you know what? It works for TDE. Um, I'm not necessarily looking forward to this j-rock album mm-hmm. i will listen to it i think j-rock's kind of dope i don't think his songs are really really you know appealing in terms of like oh man i gotta hear this j-rock song mm-hmm. but i'll listen to it he's got bars um i think that's all we had in terms of music swag and and soundcloud being an asshole soundcloud you can suck my dick but don't take down this podcast um <laughs> Let's go into this Kanye West late registration thing that I can only play on my phone now because... Kanye West. Late registration. So it's been 10 years since the release of late registration. I used to think Adam West was related to Kanye West when I was younger. Really? I don't know, it was really... Yeah, and no. I was like, they don't even sound alike. They're and not even the same you know, skin color. I mean, that never stopped Bubba Ray and Devon, right? Exactly. That's why I thought that. Stop them, right? Right? Fuck yeah. Yeah, their mama was a... <laughs> <laughs> a Dudley, <laughs> a dirty Dudley, um, dirty Dudley damsel. Ten years ago, so um, I remember the first time. Do you remember when you first? When listened I first to listened it? to it, it was you know it's so funny. I first listened to it like at least 
three or four months after um, heart, 808, 808s, 808s and heartbreaks. Because I go heartbreaks and 808s all the time. I say that all the time. But 808s and heartbreaks just dropped. And I was like, I got to listen to this nigga. Got to listen to this nigga more. No, I'm going to keep, keep talking. Because I was not, I'm just not a big fan of hip hop when I was younger. It's mm-hmm. like everything p- other people played, I knew. Right. In terms of hip hop. You want me to take it down? Could you pick a different song? No, I like Heard Him Say. We're going to get into this. Nigga, can we stop with the... I love Heard Him Say. Can I get Touch the Sky? All right, let's... All right, cool. Heard Him Say transitions into Touch the Sky. I know it does. All right. So you can can move to that part. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to move to the end of Heard Him Say, and then we'll get into Touch the Sky. All right. Wavy. But go go ahead in terms of... So I had listened to this album, and I wasn't like super big on hip-hop, but it's like, I don't know, Kanye put a little bit of a different spin on it. And I realized, like, a lot of his influence... He, like, he sounds a lot like a lot of his influences, like, early at the time, like, mm-hmm. 88. And, um... And Dilla and all that. And I, it, it put me on to other levels of music, like, in, huh. in within hip-hop. That's dope. I remember... Um... I remember initially everyone was crazy over College Dropout. And, like, I remember... It, I think it came out when I was in ninth grade. See? Touch the Sky. Just Blaze. Produced just, Touch the Sky. Fucking dope. Um, it, I remember everyone was so crazy over College Dropout, and uh, I was like, yo, what is everyone like? Like, I knew Kanye West, but I didn't know at the time the album dropped. Like, I, I wasn't an OD, like, stuck on music, analyzing music since way, way back then. I only really got on that in, like, 2007, 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ended up downloading the album, and then I ended up buying the album eventually. But um, I, I was like, oh, man, this is dope. So when um, Late Registration came out, Probably the biggest song out during that summer was Gold Digger. And I had that as a ringtone. Yeah, I it was, it was me too. <laughs> Jamster Hyper Plan, my nigga. <laughs> you can get it now on the Jamster Hyper Plan. <laughs> Yo, only real niggas remember Jamster. Um, and how they try to sell you text tones and ringtones and fucking but I had I had that and one of my boys was like cuffing at the time, so he had kissed me through the phone for his girl and I was like, <laughs> You are lame. But fuck it, um, I I remember Late Registration came out, and I really, really wanted that album. That was one album I really, really want. Um, I went to Beat Street Downtown. Yeah. Back when CD stores still existed. That was actually one of my dreams, to own a CD store. But... I want to own a CD store, too, bro. Two-belt CD store. Let's make it happen down the line. I know. People are going to be coming with USBs to buy CDs yeah. now. That's going to happen. I mean, we can make it happen. We can make it current. I don't want anyone to steal our ideas now, so maybe okay, we shouldn't yeah, talk so about it reverse that part about... Yeah, of course. But, you know, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Beat Street Downtown, which is like a very, very, like, faint... Not- I wouldn't say famous, but it's very, very, like, if you you were part of Brooklyn and you love CDs and you love albums and you love that, you knew Beat Street. It was downtown Brooklyn, Fulton. They mm-hmm. had plenty of pictures around, like, the register and stuff with them, you know, posing with Jay-Z or, like, Dipset or, like, you know, anyone who sort of came through to perform or buy CDs or have signings or anything. And I just remember this was the Friday it came out before Tuesday. And they had the CD on the shelves. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, my God, this doesn't come out until Tuesday. I've got to have it. So I ended up, like, buying the CD then. And I remember just like, oh, my God, I got the exclusive. Like, I've got it before the release date. And I, I, I bought the CD. I went home, listened to it. I was like, oh, man. And then I jumped on. Um, this is when I was on message boards mm-hmm. in, like, 2005. Oh, you were you were one of those people that was on um, like, I was forums on, and stuff? I was on GameFAQs. 
Game oh game FAQs? Yeah, game FAQs. So Yeah, don't say facts. <laughs> it's I'm putting alright, game it's, FAQs. Cause it's, Sorry. Yo, I hated niggas that did that because there's this one girl, Janae, in my high school, and niggas would be like, Yeah, I was on Game Facts. You was on Game Facts? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and she man. would just start roasting niggas, and oh. I was like, "Oh my god, it's game FAQs, guys!" It's, it's game like FAQs. I was on game FAQs, even though that's way getting more Pokemon syllables. cheat codes. Hell yeah, all that shit, wrestling pro boards, pro wrestling boards, all that shit. And I was just like, "Yo, first question I had when I listened to this album was, why is the remix of Diamonds on the track listing, and the original is the bonus?" That shit was dumb. Yeah, not gonna lie. <laughs> I was like. Because I love the original Diamonds, too. When I was, like, back on my Kanye, like, oh, Kanye's speaking the truth. You know, Diamonds and Blood Diamonds in Africa and blah, blah. Mm-hmm. When he was very conscious. Yeah, when he was very, very conscious. When he was very Chicago rap. And that was the fr- I was like, why is the remix on it? Even though, like, the remix has that, like, you know, that dope whole verse on it. It's subjective. Yeah, it is subjective. <laughs> it's subjective. Um, so I, I just remember that, and I remember really, really enjoying this album, and I like really, really sat with this album for the entire weekend, for the entire. I didn't live with this album, but I really, really sat. It's with so this. funny because this ma- like the 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 album that made me like want to listen to all these ones didn't sound like any of these albums. So it's so funny to me. Which album was it? Huh? Heartbreak. Oh, oh, eight oh eight and heartbreak. Yeah, it yeah. didn't. It didn't. It was honestly, but. Do you ever think we'll ever get a Kanye like that again? No. We were having this discussion earlier. I was like, yeah, it'll it'll just come out when he's older so he could just sell it to the hype beast that like nostalgia. And I said that plan would only work if he died. Yeah. I, he, I don't yeah, I'm not but really he's not gonna die. I mean he's his gonna be will live forever. Nah, he'll live forever. He's probably part robot by now. <laughs> oh, part Givenchy true. robot. That's oldie probably true. Um I think um, in terms of seeing this Kanye West again, no, I, I honestly don't think so. Um, I think if he did that, it would be great for the time. But in terms of long-term success, it would live on as just a rehash of his old work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's I all about the future. I don't. Yeah, he's all about progressive. That's what gets a lot of artists. Like a lot of artists are trapped and try to recreate this nostalgia moment, mm-hmm. and then it doesn't really live past that sort of moment. So um, these songs that they're making now that sound like songs from the 1980s, you don't go back to we're 20 years from now. We're not going to go back and like, oh, man, I remember the the jam of the time that really the the sound of the era was, you know, Bruno Mars locked out of heaven. No, it was the sound of the era like 30 years before that. So I, I don't think <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we talked about Bruno Mars, too. Yeah. Remember we were like, yo, this nigga was fucking like he's such I like a rip bruno, i like bruno i like bruno mars. mars but he's a fucking rip yeah it's I, like he's like a rip of all these old styles and all these old bands like there's one song i thought it was the police i was like the police came out with a new record no it's fucking bruno mars yeah I, it's, it's and it's kind of annoying yeah because it's kind of like bruno mars touches something and it's a cheat code to sort of like right being at least a top 10 top 20 hit yeah he's got the voice he's got the he he understands the formula for a hit mm-hmm. just like you know this song i don't know where this song sort of came from gold digger oh um, it came from this nigga's npc it came from his very heart and soul it's a it's a very like so here's the thing kanye made his career off these sort of conscious songs prior to this mm-hmm. yeah through the wire yet all falls down mm-hmm. all falls down is like one of my top songs ever, ever. um all falls down Jesus walks. 
Um, I guess there were other singles after that. Mm-hmm. And then he came out with Diamonds. But now he kind of just like, he really, really, I wouldn't say sold out, but he really, really like, okay, we're go- going to radio with this one. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, um, it's going to be soulful. It's going to be playful. It's going to have every element that makes it Kanye West. But Jamie same- Foxx on it. Yeah. Jamie Foxx imitating Ray. This was back when the Ray movie came out. Yeah. And, you know, everyone, I, I believe he won the Oscar for that movie. Mm-hmm. So was, this was just like a perfect storm of everything. Um... Ten years down the line, I'm not. Really, I don't give a shit about. It. I think Gold Digger may be the worst song on this album. Mm, well, it's, yeah, it's but a, it's not a bad song. That's it's a not a thing. bad song. That's but a funny thing. I don't really like. I know he puts it. He doesn't put it in his set unless it's like an audience where, pretty much, he's performing to an audience who doesn't really know the Kanye West. Like if you didn't come to Kanye oh, West yeah, concert, oh yeah, if you're not if you're not an actual Kanye West fan, you just remember this. If song he's performing from years for ago. like we the world, we are the world, or he's performing for like some sort of like Bono related, oh some sort of benefit, yeah okay. benefit or something where people will be yeah, watching. yeah because you can't just play like I don't know Black Skinhead. Uh, no, but people people won't get that, but people no love they'll get it. They'll just get really upset. <laughs> but people love Gold Digger. White people love Gold Digger. Oh yeah, white people love like like whatever the top hip hop song of a year was, they love it. Absolutely. Like Laffy Taffy. Oh man, this was I know you crackers still remember Laffy Taffy. Hell, hell yeah. Play that at your white barbecues this with your fucking pasty skin. Drive slow? Oh my god. Oh, I actually love this instrumental. Yeah, because the fucking saxophone. It's fucking dope. Oh man. SoundCloud, don't take down this podcast. That's just gonna be tags throughout the entire SoundCloud. Don't take on this podcast. I'm um, gonna. It's gonna be like a drop for the podcast. SoundCloud, don't do you do it? <laughs> SoundCloud, don't you do um, it? Fucking. But in terms of like, off the bat, in terms of like his albums, where do you rank late registration? In terms of his like, late registration, you you actually have to pull up all his albums because sometimes I forget. Like, okay. Especially if you have an extensive discography, like over five albums. So he's got college dropout, mm-hmm. late registration. Graduation, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. That might be number one. Do you want to put in Watch the Throne or not? Nah? Uh, we're not gonna put it to Watch the Throne because it's a, it's a, it's two people's albums. Okay. Um, so, and so we're gonna eight oh eights and heartbreak. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. How do I forget eight oh eights and heartbreak? That's my favorite Kanye album. Eight oh eights and heartbreaks. Me too. My, That's one of my favorites. My beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Jesus. And whatever the hell Swish is. <laughs> oh, Swish hasn't come out. So we're not going to count that. So, so we're not going to count that because we've never fucking heard so it. So one, two, three, four, five, six. Six albums. Six albums and we have to rank them? Yeah. Well, where would you rank late registration? I personally? Yes. I'd probably say it's... I don't know. I might catch a lot of heat for this. Hmm. Let's see. Are you going to bury late registration? Nah, I don't know if I'm going to bury late registration, but I, Heartbreaks is definitely one of my favorites, but Dark Twisted Fantasy yes. is really fucking lit. No, I'll give you that, yes. So it'd be, it'd probably be, I don't know, because it'd be, it'd be kind of neck and neck with College Dropout, maybe? Hmm. To me... I would. Oh man, graduation's good too. This graduation's is, good as fuck. This is this is the thing. Kanye has you know so many so great albums. You know, it's so funny. I would want to put Yeezus up further because I really like Yeezus, but it doesn't have any staying power. I don't like Yeezus, so it's at the bottom of the barrel for me. 
It's I know. A, it's I at know. The, <laughs> it's at the bottom. Jesus, for me, all right. So here's, I'm going to personally rank mine. And you can see, and I'm going to rank them from worst to best. Cause that's, worst to best? That's yes, how you do it? That's that's how I'm going to do it because that's easier for me. Okay. I can determine what I hate more than what I like. <laughs> that's everybody, actually. Um, Jesus is the bottom. Then from there is, fuck. <laughs> the college dropout. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go, fuck. Then I'm going to go late registration, mm-hmm. third to bottom. I put it over the college dropout. I be, I am a very strong proponent of believing late registration is blows the college dropout out of the water mm-hmm. in just terms of every sort of aspect possible. If you line them up, sort of aspects possible, unless like, Besides, like, sentimental value, mm-hmm. like, late registration blows college dropout out of the water. Um, then I'd say, hmm, graduation. Mm-hmm. My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy and then 808s and Heartbreak. I have a, graduation I have a, had a great-ass tour, didn't it? The Glow in the Dark tour is the only tour I regret not seeing. Yeah, to, every, to this day, everyone tells me that to this day that that was the best Kanye tour they've ever seen to in their motherfucking this lives. Day. This was like the midpoint before he got too like you know stush, and like when he was still kind of you know about not sort of he's not about the music, but about like the music that we all loved from him. Mm-hmm. It was just graduation was taking it to the next level and then this tour was just taking everything to the next level and includes so many had rihanna on the tour and lupe fiasco and like it was just like this big spectacle mm-hmm. and i just remember what i remember most about not missing it is um the graduation track i wonder mm-hmm. not seeing that live i love that song um but back to late registration yeah where would you rank it Tell, tell, how how would you rank Kanye's mm, albums? It's funny because, let's see. So I'm gonna start with the one with the one two that I love the most. Um, Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is just fucking fire. So that gets number one. Mm-hmm. And then Heartbreaks because that's mad. Like to me that that kind of got me into like hip hop. Right. And then let's see. It's kind of fuzzy from there, right? Yeah, it it's does like get they all of... tie for last after that because you really like really yeah. just love these. Except albums. for except for Jesus, Jesus gets definitely like sort of last. But I really I love that album and I show that album love every once in a while. I don't. I know. don't. I don't play with you. Yeah, anymore. I know. I know you don't. I, don't I know play you Jesus don't because you're like it's all distorted. I no, not, it's not even that. I don't know. There's just nothing. I don't know. I'm I'm mm-hmm. really big on feeling I'm in terms feeling? of just feeling. Oh, I understand the, the feeling of that album. It's I, very modern, is what I'd like to say. Okay. It's mad modern. <laughs> yeah, it is mad modern. It's um, mad modern and postmodern. Um, postmodern, I'll agree with. Um, what, what, I like a few songs from Jesus, but I just like them because I like working out and like yeah, black skinhead is like black skinhead and blood on the road, blood on the, the leaves, leaves. Great last set music, by the way. Mm-hmm. The last set, you want to pump it out. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, late registration isn't sort of ranked, I don't think it's ranked, it's, it's, you'll have to be a special kind of fan, I think, to rank it at the top, but I can see why anyone rank it at the top. I'd probably put late registration at third. This is the greatest, this is like a great slew of songs together. Yeah. They don't really, like, hold, it's not like a, it's an album that sort of pieces together, there's a bunch of different sounds, but it's so much, like, 
he took the college dropout sound and then he just refined it and made it better and that would that included help from um the producer John Bryan mm-hmm. of um Fiona Apple no really? yes it was John Bryan from fucking fucking ah shit from fucking fucking ah from fucking fucking ah um John Bryan from oh man I'm fucking up Fiona Apple he produced Fiona's Apple's album That's Fiona's what, Apple's album Ah, okay. Fiona's Apple album. Fiona's Fiona's Fiona Apple's album, and then um, just a, just great. He just brought everything back to life. Mm-hmm. He included those instrumentations that Kanye didn't have previously. A lot of the chords and a lot of pianos and a lot of strings and a lot of things that just made this re- much more than just the hip hop album with sped up samples mm-hmm. and like the boom bap a little bit behind it. He made this sort of real grandiose orchestral sound and feel to it yeah he brought that sort of that element out of Kanye West and I think he great producers are always supposed to do that though right and and shout out to Kanye West for enlisting him on the album Mm -hmm. Um, first album I know he produced mostly himself and he produced with you know he had help from No ID and things but this was like really the beginning of when he started enlisting you know other producers to help him and help him create the sound and create what he had in his mind just making it bigger and making everything a lot more grandiose as you said um had a didn't they have a live album they had the late orchestral album i didn't late really orchestration late orchestration i didn't really listen to that even though i really do love live albums and you do love like music mixed with like big live orchestral shit yes like the hannah montana remember that shit that shit you showed me hannah oh, the, the migos oh doing hannah migos Monta- doing hannah montana because i was like hannah or- montana i never showed you that shit on air yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's, it's it's that sort of stuff well i don't know that, yeah this had a lot of great songs on it a lot of great contributions a lot of great samples um Mm-hmm. Hurt. What? What are your few of your favorite tracks off this album? Let's see. Most definitely, touch the sky. Touch the sky is so drive slow. <sighs> Plus, it had Paul Wall on it, and you know I love like I really do love down south shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It's just well, how is I it? Am. And then gone featuring Cameron and Consequence. What? That's a fun song. Yeah, it is. That's a fun song. Um, touch we, the sky. We major. Can we can we run back to Touch the Sky for a second? Oh yeah, I'm gonna run it back on here actually. Oh yeah, <laughs> you do that because it just comes in and it's the most triumphant feeling you'll yeah, ever you, feel in yo, your life. It's like you just fucked a bitch and you walk into her crib like butt ass naked with the just a robe on with like no no robe nigga. no robe on you swanging just swanging with the swanging no socks neither just like N- nigga you got the socks on because you got to do the slide into the kitchen like usher to get the juice yeah my nigga like <laughs> yeah my nigga and then you drink the juice you don't even get a cup my no, nigga just out the carton because you, you killed bitch. that pussy fuck that bitch because you killed that pussy drink all her juice fucking but, damn right um <laughs> touch the sky let's um just the this song makes me feel good every yeah. time. And then Lupe Fiasco's verse. This is like the coming out of Lupe Fiasco. Um, people knew about him before, mm-hmm. but this was like his first like real look. It's so funny. Kanye takes like one Chicago person and brings them up on an album. He's done that so many times. God bless that man. Just he, for doing it. With- just fucking with his... um, Just, just like 
that's a guy that really fucks with his hometowns, and he fucks with the people from it and the scene. He he helped produce. Um, he did that with you know, of course, Chief Keef. I don't mm-hmm. like. Um, he did it with Common on his B album, which mm-hmm. is like another classic. Um, another really really good album. I think that album really popularized concise hip hop albums. And he again, just had King Louis. King Louis. Um, who else did he have? Just a lot. Just a lot of Lupe Fiasco, though. Just what he did on this song. Um, fuck. Let, let, let's let's scroll to his verse. I guess. Let's scroll to his verse. That's his beard, by the way. I can hear it. It's crazy because I can't. I don't know. Maybe it's you. I don't know. But we're, we're getting Lupe Fiasco for. But just like you know this entire verse. You know this entire verse. <laughs> Guess who's on third? Lupe still like this. Ah, I love this verse. My I friend liked it until I've been my, on the curve. Go ahead. My friend actually made a joke about this. He's like he 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 basically like broke the fourth wall. To explain, rap genius. He back on third. Oh, see, this is the shit I don't get. Yeah, you don't this remember the Lupe Fiasco. Yeah, man. he. It's so funny because he's such Quadruple a rapper. Quadruple entendres with Lupe Fiasco. Nah, he's such a rapper's rapper. It's so funny. Like, there was a song where he's like, I guess I'll do the second verse because I don't know if I can be good enough for the first verse, but <laughs> something, something. I forgot what song that was. Is, we might have to go with his album next year, too. Or Who? Which one? Food and Liquor? Food and Liquor. Oh, yeah. That's, that shit is classic, actually. It's a classic. It's a classic album, I say. And people throw on classic live. But I think it's standard. It's nah, the nah, test nah, of nah, time. Nah. In the 2000s, we still had classic albums. I feel like this decade is very is like spotty at best. Yeah, spotty <laughs> at best. I don't know who's gonna give us something that would be perceived as timeless. Um, let's go to V Major. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about the collaborations on this album now, just because he's had he, at first album he kept the real hip hop. Yeah. Ludacris. Yeah. Common. Um, Freeway. Jay Z. Um, who else did he have? He had a lot of people from his hometown, and a lot of people. Jay Ivy, who did um on "Never Let Me Down," "To Live Quali," um, Twista, you know, "Most Deaf," GLC, "Consequence," Selena Johnson, "Freeway." These are a lot. A lot of these people are just really, really Chicago. Mm-hmm. Some of these people aren't. You know, a lot of it, this is just really, really keeping it to the essence of Chicago. Um. He took it to the next level with this album, enlisting a lot of, like... He still kept it somewhat hip-hop, but mm. he enlisted a lot of, like, popular acts at the time. Adam yeah. Levine from Maroon Adam 5. Adam Levine. Who could forget just, like, the voice on Heard Him Say, and I love Heard Him Say, man. Like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it's a very hopeful, inspiring track. Yes. So I'm a miserable person, so I don't uh, listen to that shit. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, Lupe Fiasco, <sighs> Jamie Foxx, mm-hmm. Paul Wall and GLC on Drive hey. Slow comment on my way home it is just comment on that part of the song it's not even like a kanye west song it's just comment on the song um the game on crack music um brandy um jay-z you know that's actually one of the few songs i don't really listen to a lot bring me down i like well here's the thing about me i really like brandy (laughs) i love brandy i like i like i don't like brandy i i love brandy because I honestly don't think she gets the just do that she deserves. I guess. No. You know what she you know what's keeping her down? Ray J. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> That's fucked up. Brandy is she, That might be true actually. She popularized the way that a lot of 
female R&B artists sing now in terms of their harmonies and mm-hmm. vocals and layerings and all of that that she doesn't get a lot of credit for. And she's been in the music game for over 20 years yeah, now. Yeah, like, she's got family in it. But she's, I don't know, she's, it's, it's come to the point where it's like past her time, but she has her own place. She's a really, really great singer. Um, Bring Me Down, not one of the sort of marquee tracks on this album at all. Mm-hmm. But um, I think a lot of these collaborations came. I don't know if Kanye West did them a favor and he wanted them on return or they all came on his album and Mm -hmm. then he did them favors. But all these sort of collaborators, I actually looked through his discography and it's about the same time he sort of collaborated with them. Um, Adam Levine is like the exception, but Lupe Fiasco, he Mm -hmm. helped on Lupe Fiasco's album. Jamie Foxx, of course, on Jamie Foxx's album, he was on like Extravaganza and like Slow Jams and Mm -hmm. all the other stuff. Paul Wall, he did things with Paul Wall. Drive Slow is actually on Paul Wall's album, mm-hmm. too. Um, GLC, obviously. Common, he did the B album. Game, he did Dreams on the documentary. Oh. Um, I don't Brent, really, you know, it's so funny. The Game is one rapper that I've never really listened much of. He's, re- he's good. Yeah, I know he's good. He's good, but I think I, the documentary a, album is a really good album. I think it's because his personality is kind of not shit. That yeah. I, 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 he, but he has, he has some good albums in the mm. bank. Um, Brandy, he was on one of Brandy's singles from one of her albums, Aphrodisiac, around this time. Um, Jay-Z, obviously working with Jay-Z and having that All sort the of goddamn time. Nas, he was on, he produced Still Dreamin' mm-hmm. on Hip Hop Is Dead. I, I love that verse where he comes in and is like, pull up 6.30 into 7.45, shit like that. Um, really dope, obviously. Cameron, obviously, Down and Out, one of the greatest hilarious songs of that period. I think Cameron needs to give us one last album. Yeah. I think he need and go all out on this album. Yeah, and I feel, yeah, I feel like he should spend a big uh, like a good decent N- budget on not it. Not even just like a not to say like grab other sounds from different areas, but I don't want him to cater to us necessarily. Yeah, cuz I want this to be like a big album. Like Cameron has a But cult I feel following. like I feel like it would be wrong if like just Blaze or like the Heat Makers didn't produce the first single off of it. Yeah, I feel like it'd be wrong. I think he needs to get back in the studio. Make well, he's already in the studio, but just really make an album that we can all really just sink our teeth to. Not just as New Yorkers, but as just hip hop in mm-hmm. general, hip hop entirely. One last classic album. Um, yeah, all these collaborations are friggin' dope. Um, most of these he's like never collaborated with again. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, um, but just like every everyone adds this album, like you hear really dull on this part on B major. No, this is Tony Williams, and Tony Williams was one of his background singers, um, just doing like vocals like this back in the time. You know, mm-hmm. this is like pre um, Charlie Wilson. <laughs> so he he has um, Tony Williams. I believe there was another female singer that he took on the um, he took on the Glow in the Dark tour that did backgrounds for him too. And, like, look at all these instrumentalists on this album. You're just going through his Wikipedia page. Just, like, all the violins, the orchestration, the trombones. There's a flugelhorn. Where the fuck is that? Probably on Touch the Sky. Um, I don't even know what a flugelhorn is, I don't know either. Robert Glasper was on this album? Get the fuck out of here. Robert Glasper plays the piano. Robert Glasper, if you have not heard... um, he he's a Grammy award winning artist who the is like the Robert Glasper experiment and he produced um Black Radio and Black Radio 2 really really great albums i've listened to both of them well actually no i haven't listened to the first one as much as i listened to the second one but he's really really great at what wait, he does wait hold on go back down 
Go We're, look at his vocals. Let's see. Keisha Cole. <laughs> Keisha Cole. Keisha Cole was on... Here's the thing. Keisha Cole was on... I don't I don't remember. Also, who else is on this album? It, I think Patti LaBelle is also on this album. But uncredited. For, uncredited for Roses. Hmm. Maybe, um, wait, check the sample for Roses? Sample for Roses. Rosie, no, it was by Bill Withers. Oh, okay. I definitely know Patti LaBelle is on that song. Because he worked with Patti LaBelle during this period, too. Um, Keisha Cole. Which part did she come in? Charlie Wilson is on this album. Look at him. Yeah, he is. I told you. Look at this time time oh. wizard. Time wizard? <laughs> Charlie Wilson just showing up on the album. Throwing dice. Time wizard go. <laughs> oh, man. Now I want to find out which song she was on. Keisha Cole. I know they worked during this period, too. They had a track um, on her debut album. Her first single had Kanye West on it. And then they did that Mission Impossible song that no one really listens to anymore. <laughs> I remember that. Remember Impossible? It had Keisha Cole and Twista on it. Because I didn't understand how it was tied into... Never mind. Mission Impossible? Let's yeah. see. Keisha Cole, late registration. I'm going to Google this in real time. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Which... Okay, hold on, hold on. We're almost there. Hold on. Keisha. She's on crack music. Of course she is. (laughs) (laughs) Of course she is. (laughs) My headphones fell off. Oh, man. Was that really that funny? Yes. That of was like one she's of, on crack music. That was one of those out. That was one of those moments. You know, in anime, when something is funny and then people like fall over abruptly. Oh, you mean like Ash would like fall, yeah. like his feet would go straight up, and there was no fucking transition. That was that was me right then. Um, let's see. What I'm do you sorry. think? What do you think about the skits? The skits. Uh, you know, it's funny. I don't like unless it's like Cam or something. I don't really listen to the skits. No, none of this but is this, Cam. All this is D-Ray. I know. And that's why I barely listen to it. <laughs> it's, it's. I think they're funny skits. They're memorable skits. They are, but well, not. They're memorable. Not really that memorable. Like you, you understand for a moment because it was following that sort of, that sort of trend with the um that happened on the college dropout, where he had the skits on those too. He didn't really necessarily follow up with graduation at the time. I think he didn't want it to be as gimmicky. Yeah, as it was. So he decided to remove the skits. I don't know, remove it or just not do it. Mm. But um, yeah, it's it's fucking the skits. The skits are cool. Mm-hmm. Not the greatest thing ever, but you know the skits are cool. Shout yeah. to D Ray. Well, I could live without them. That's what I'm saying. This album was with, with an album with D Ray on it as a as a comedian. Would you have ever guessed that it would have been nominated for album of the year? Yeah, because it's nominated based on the music and not the skits, my nigga. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. He's on the album anyway. He's on a he's on an album of the year nominated album twice. Mm-hmm. Because College Dropout and Late Registration. Neither one, Grammy Academy, who I should, I guess, sign up to be on if possible. I don't think I can. Because all old niggas. Yeah, That's I why. I don't think I can. I need to be actually. No, you need to be old, white, and in the music industry. But, yeah, Late Registration... Just a really, really great album. Um, I want to talk about... I guess we can talk about... I don't know. Do you want to talk about the music videos? There's a lot of music videos to this. The greatest one is Touch the Sky. That shit had... That shit was amazing. Greatest one is definitely Touch the Sky. Um, I think... 
I remember the video for Diamonds from Sierra Leone. Mm-hmm. I remember a lot happening in that video. I remember loving. I remember actually having being forced to watch it yeah. in my um my U.S. history class. It was very. Was you had very, one of those teachers. Well, yeah, he was like very into like music and stuff. Um, shout out to Mr. Armstrong. I had one of those very very liberal um, U.S. history teachers who made us watch the video for Eminem Mosh uh-huh. because it dissed George Bush and he fucking hated George Bush. <laughs> So he made us watch a video. He's like, yeah, Eminem. <laughs> shout out to, I forgot what his name is. All right. Shout out know. to you. Shout out to you, my nigga. No, Mr. Abrams. There we go. My nigga, Mr. Abrams. Um, fucking, yeah. Gold Digger was a cool video. I just remember vividly from the colors. Um, Just a very, very colored background. Heard him say it had multiple videos. It had an animated video. It had a video where they actually filmed it in Macy's in Times Square, I believe. So, um, there's, like, this Christmassy video, uh, here's the original mm-hmm. video about, like, kids running around in an empty, like, toy oh store. Oh, my God. The yeah. video quality back then? I don't know if this is the Brooklyn one or the Times, the 34th. Fourth Street one. Um. I don't know. All Macy's look the f- fucking same. Yeah, they all the same layout. They all the fucking same. Um, he, this was a cool video. He also mm-hmm. had the, I guess, the animated version of it where he's just, like, rapping and then it was just, like... You know, and, oh wait, no, this is the third one where they actually like, oh yeah, no, here it's it is. animated too, animated one too. Okay, cool. Um, look how not douchebaggy he looks back then. Nah, I can Adam see Levine. it. I can see it in you his can eyes. See, you can see the douchebaggy in Adam Levine's eyes. Yeah, I see it in his very soul. You see it emanating off the pores of his. Skin. I can smell it. He probably thinks of Summer's Eve. Oh man, but by far, I touched the sky. Probably the best video out of the batch. Just from like that album, that video was one of probably one of the first video, first um, first hip hop videos to have a trailer to it. Mm -hmm. Like there was a trailer before the actual video. I remember remember he did that like later in his career with Runaway. Yeah, with his trailer. I want to do that. Trailers to things. I want to. Let's end on Gone because we're probably gonna wrap this up soon. Let's end on what? gone oh but yeah just he he didn't have a video for this fucking wrong what's wrong with you dumbass but um yeah after that he had the video for drive slow which was them driving and rapping you know i I believe all the budget was (laughs) spent at this point on spend at this point for making three heard him say videos (laughs) that's what i was gonna say i was like yeah niggas had three different videos for one song yeah the budget's gone budget's gone just just driving around rapping i think ti was in the video version of it too um, he had a dope verse then. This was back, you know, glued hat glued Ti, really official trap Ti. Um, <laughs> I'm in the studio throwing dollars around. Why? You want to know why? Why? Wait, I, so many dollars. Where are you guys going tonight? Oh, <laughs> titty bar, titty bar. Um, going to the nudie bar. Going to the nudie, nudie bar. bar. Yo, I haven't heard that in a minute. Like, shout out to Married with Children. Shout out to. Yo, shout out to Al. Al Bundy. Al Bundy. That's the me. God. The, Al Bundy's the me in the God future. God, Al Bundy. Um, Washed Warlord, my nigga. This, this was such a great album. Um, ten years down the line. I know a lot of people probably won't be covering because, like, College Dropout is, like, the sentimental favorite. But, like... Because they're pussies. Obviously. Um, but this was a really, really good album. John Bryan included on this album... Um, Just Blaze is on this album. Kanye West produced pretty much the majority of it. Mm-hmm. This would be sort of 
this would be the sophomore album where he took it to the next step. And he took it to the next level. And that would be sort of a basis for a lot of different other um, hip-hop albums. Because before, it was like, you know, you had your first album. I know you jamming the Cameron's verse. Yeah, man. You had the first, um, you had the first album which is rapping, and then you'd have the second album with kind of better rapping. But this one mm-hmm. just like took it every, every perceivable level, just threw it up a notch. Plus, this was around the era where he said George Bush hated black people. So of course, of course, it was just it was so true. Everything was so true then. Um, if you like this episode, let us know. I'm at Meals TV on Twitter. Yeah, at me at Damn Carlos, and no, I'm not white. I'm Hispanic. <laughs> and I'm, I'm Meals Ma- TV on Twitter, and yeah, just add us. If you didn't know, I'm like Dominican, Cuban, and shit. Yeah, yeah. He's a because one of my uh, one of my homegirls was like, "Yo, he says nigga a lot." I'm like, "Yeah." Span- first of all, any first of all, any Dominican nigga from Dykeman or Washington Heights will say nigga fifty yeah, times. I don't know. She seemed kind of. I was like. I, I got nothing against it. You say nigga. Yeah, I say nigga all the time. You're you Trinidadian. You're not even native, like like fucking African American. All right, all right. We See, need to expose people on this podcast. It's not even it's not an expose. People. All right, an, an expose. expose. But um, I don't know if you like. Wasn't that an R and B group? Expose. They should have been. I should have been. Should have been. That's a good R and B name. Yeah, but if you <laughs> like this shit, just add us on Twitter. Um, or in the SoundCloud comments. There is no specific Two Bells Twitter. No. And there I mean, never there, will be. Uh, it's there. I Here's what I did. I There's a Two Bells Twitter, but I didn't. I made it to reserve the name. Oh, okay. So I didn't make it. Smart and, and it's not. And unfortunately, it's not officially Two Belts. It's actually the, the our Twitter is Two Belts Podcast. But you don't have to follow if you don't want to. Hold um, on. Yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to follow us. <laughs> but nothing's there i haven't posted anything there's just a just a photo of our podcast but i just did that to reserve the name because niggas will take two belts and run with it and you know we sort of made the name we yeah because there's one dude that's actually named two belts yeah fuck that guy fuck that nigga fuck yo i'm gonna guy. report him right now Hold yeah on, report let's get... that motherfucker and report the meals on twitter too fuck that hoe i don't know who that bitch is you getting reported. I don't care how many followers you have, fams. Hell yeah. Fucking, um, if you like this shit, you can, we can go over more old albums. You can go over more new albums and extensive. This, this has been pretty cool. Um, I don't, I think I'm going to really. Wait, what should I report him for? Because it says like five, di- four different options. For being says, a dickhead. That's not listed. So we have to find which one <laughs> fits. being a dickhead. Hold on, hold on. It says, I'm not interested in this account. They are posting spam. They're may- this may be a hacked account. They are being abusive or harmful. Um, now, I don't want to say abusive or harmful because no. that makes me sound like a pussy. Yeah. So, um, account may be hacked. It sounds kind of petty. Posting spam, most definitely. You're not the two belts. Go with there that. you go. Fuck that guy. I can block and mute him? No, I just want him dead. Yes. Well, his account anyway. I don't, I don't care what he does. This nigga really has two belts and one gap. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this nigga. Oh, let's end with celebration. You know what this is. It's a fucking celebration, bitches. Um, are you excited for this weekend as I am? Hell yeah. You know what we're doing? We're going to see NXT on Saturday and then CNXT. Sunday. I'm thinking about releasing this podcast tomorrow. That's actually not a bad idea. Because I won't be around during this weekend. <laughs> True. Yeah. So I might just release this podcast tomorrow. So Friday, we might get a special surprise 
two bells. You be listening to this on Friday and shit. Be like, oh shit, it's on Friday. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, it just dropped. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this entire this weekend, we're gonna be at the NXT show, NXT Takeover Brooklyn. Um, burr, watching burr. watching Kevin Owens and Finn Finn Balor Finn Balor Finn Balor Finn Balor Finn Balor in a ladder match and all that other cool in a shit. ladder match. Yo, this nigga gonna rip his pants going trying to get up that <laughs> ladder. He's gonna rip his little jorts. They're so like I saw they had like mad wrestlers are just around the downtown New York area. So I might just pop in and try to bag me a diva. Psst. Sasha Banks, I'm looking for you. Um, who else? Who who else? Naomi. Naomi's married. I don't care, though. I don't care. I super kick that nigga. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> nigga. I super kick He's going to be like, what the fuck you doing, dog? And I'm going I'm to super kick him and slap my thigh like he does and shit. Like, I'm going to do all that shit. Um, We're going to be there. NXT Barclays on Saturday. I'm going to so be there you, with a shovel. So, <laughs> so if you're there... I'll also be at SummerSlam. If you're there, don't talk to me. I'm too fucking stush. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> we'll be there. Um, I'll be at SummerSlam on Sunday. Raw is questionable because WWE has pumped me for enough cash. So if there's yeah, any, like if you got all my bread now, what are we? Gonna if there's any plug, who can get me to Monday Night Raw on Monday and got it for the low? Not even for the low, for the free. <laughs> for the free. For the free. Give me it for the free. For the low, we'll negotiate. For the free, <laughs> hell fucking yeah. Um, and yeah, let's end our podcast there. Alright man. Late registration came out ten years ago. Fucking love this album. It's a celebration, bitches. <laughs> We're out of here. Nigga about to throw crystal and money in the air. <laughs> Peace. Fuck out my face, niggas. <laughs>